Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to a PSA about drugs. This is your host, Kyle. Drugs are bad. <laughs> and this is your host, Peter. Counterpoint, drugs are fun. <laughs> Counterpoint, dr- drugs help you make friends. Uh, speaking of drugs, um, we are going to talk about PSA songs. I don't really know how to describe this. Um, basically, a PSA is... Uh, public service announcement often they're put out by governments or private institutions to encourage the public to do or not do a thing that's in the public interest that can be or even in your just personal interest yeah that can be anything from not doing drugs to not pirating music and movies um obviously there's Mm -hmm different degrees of severity there psas can be about a lot of different things um the fun thing about them is they're often very poorly produced and they're often very cringy so we thought it would be fun to talk about a handful of different ones that were produced by artists or famous people or whatever we're also poorly produced and cringy (laughs) (laughs) we oh my god we're a psa (laughs) don't listen to funk kids Real question. Yes. Do they, st- I mean, this was probably a stupid question, but do they still make PSAs today? Oh, yeah. Is that um, a still thing? I mean, they're not so much like, you know, commercials that come on after Lifetime movies kind of thing like they used to be, but there's still like online PSAs or art installations that are meant to be PSAs. Um, oh, you know, actually, now that we're talking about it, I guess an example I can think of that would probably be the modern day equivalent is sometimes you'll see um popular actors especially like young actors or you'll have like cartoon characters who kids can relate to and they're like hey bullying is bad or cyberbullying is an issue yeah um, exactly like exactly. that kind of stuff i've seen that in a couple of instances in the last couple of years uh which is a good thing to address yeah. um and but it's more um it, it, I feel like it's more natural or casual in the grander context of whatever's going on, whether it's like a quick ad or just something that doesn't feel quite as awkward as some of the older PSAs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it seems like they're slowly getting better with, like, reaching the children, I guess. Some of the ones that I, when I was digging around trying to find relevant ones, some of the ones from the 80s and 90s kind of made made me want to claw my eyes out. So they're pretty bad. Yeah, I, I guess personally, because I don't really know a whole history of PSAs or anything, but uh, I kind of tend to associate them with the 80s and Reagan's America, Yeah, if you will. We'll definitely get into that because the 80s was definitely the golden era of PSAs. Um, but the mm-hmm. first one I wanted to talk about is kind of a tie-in to our, our uh, last episode we had on Funk Radio. We mentioned that one floppy disk piracy PSA called Don't Copy That Floppy, um, which kind right. of led to this entire subject, as it usually does. You um, know, and uh, I'll say really quick, this is the second time recently that we've played a joke, like, commercial break in an episode, and then that directly yes, <laughs> made an episode right after that. Not surprised. The other one was the Montgomery flea market one. Yes. It was a good topic. 
basically we can't come up with topics, so we just come up with them in in the prior episode, I guess. On accident through Accidentally, a joke. Exactly. So the yeah, um don't copy that floppy PSA. Uh we played it in the last episode, obviously we're gonna we'll play it again here. But a little backstory is it was produced in nineteen ninety two, um and it was an anti copyright infringement campaign um, started by the Stuff Software Publishers Association, or the SPA, um, or the SPA. Uh, the video for this campaign starred a guy named M. E. Hart, who, funny enough, is an attorney and not actually a rapper, as he pretends to be in this video. Um, oh wow! <laughs> his character is M. C. Double Def D. P. Which sounds really fucking dirty. Huh. I mean, uh, on the, on the one hand, because I didn't know, I didn't realize. I mean, I didn't know who the heck this guy was, but I didn't realize he was an attorney. Yeah, he was just some guy that they found. I mean, on the one hand, that explains why it's not the smoothest rap song I've ever heard. <laughs> but it's also impressive considering that he didn't have a prior history in rapping. Yes. Now, to make this video even better, it was filmed at the Cardozo High School in Washington, D.C. So, high high location value there. Hmm. And it was produced in cooperation between the SPA, the Educational Section Anti-Piracy Committee, and the Copyright Protection Fund. So, basically a bunch of people with money who were trying to stop piracy. Yeah. So, yeah, they produced this little music video. I highly encourage all of our listeners to go and actually look up the video of it on YouTube because it's a thousand times better than just listening to it, which is the case for a lot of these, to be honest. And with that being said, let's listen to a clip. <laughs> yes. Uh, with that being said, let's play a clip of Don't Copy That Floppy. Did I hear you right? Did I hear you saying that you're gonna make a copy of a game without paying? Come on, guys. I thought you knew better, don't copy that floppy. I'm your MC, double death, DP, that's the disc protector for you and the posse, that's the artist, writers, designers, and programmers that work up the images for games and grammar that let you learn, but also play the game you came here for today. Now I know you love the games, and that's alright to do Because the posse who makes them, they love them too But if you start stealing, there's no more they can do You say, I'll just make a copy for me and a friend Then he'll make one, and she'll make one, and where will it end? One leads to another, then ten, then more And no one buys any discs from the store So no one gets paid, and they can't make more The posse breaks up, and then closes the stores Don't copy, don't copy that floppy So let me break this down I will, Yeah, I will say I agree This is a case where seeing it is It's going to give you the full experience Yeah uh, But listening gives you a little bit of a taste, I guess I in I just skipped around the video. I forgot that he like talks about Oregon Trail and Tetris, and it makes me feel really old. <laughs> I loved playing yeah. Oregon Trail. So mm. that was "Don't Copy That Floppy" by the very famous uh, MC Double Def DP. I'm curious. Well, I, I this that probably that that might be something that's inherently hard to measure is how effective. PSAs are true 
Because, I mean, you can look at overall trends and piracy in this example over time, which I can almost assure you that they did not go down after <laughs> 1992, <laughs> regardless of the song. I think it spiked like a I mother think, in the 90s. I think that's that's usually the sort of uh, the thing about PSAs that kind of especially in hindsight make them so funny is that these things are so poorly produced and they're they're meant to disincentivize a a action that usually only ends up increasing over time like drug use yeah. or piracy or what have you so it's just funny that you know people in power that produce these things think that you know they're going to make any sort of dent yeah, and it's not bad to get the message out there. Like, I'm not going to talk shit on them for that. I mean, if if anything, they're laughable because of the production value most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I think if you go into make if you go into the production of a PSA thinking like, oh, this is going to change everything. This is going to stop all the bad things. Then True. you probably are not thinking are, realistically about it. Um, it's more about making a dent, I guess. Yeah, or at least getting people thinking or talking about it. Um, yeah. And I'm sure there's probably a handful of people who saw this and were like, you know what? I'm, I'm not, not going to copy, copy that floppy. <laughs> I'm going to copy that CD-ROM. PSAs are an interesting phenomenon, I guess, for that reason, because yeah. they have a purpose, but there's no measure of them accomplishing that purpose. Basically, yeah, exactly. This This PSA was put out to kind of discourage people from pirating and as peter said it only really increased over time which uh for i don't want to say forced them but uh encouraged this association to produce a sequel to this song uh and in may 2009 so that's what math 17 years later and this one was actually produced by the Software and Information Industry Association, which was formed in 1999 when Hmm. Software Publishers Association, or SPA, merged with the Information Industry Association. That was a lot of words. (laughs) So, so yeah, in May of 2009, this new association um, released a trailer for a follow-up to Don't Copy That Floppy called Don't Copy That 2. The sequel features the same guy as he continues his crusade on piracy in the digital age. Now, because technology has evolved a lot in that 17 years, he wants you to not copy a lot more than just that floppy. (laughs) (laughs) Which we are all clearly still using in 2009. Oh, yes. Um, so let's play a little clip of Don't Copy That Too, and Peter, I highly encourage you to watch the video. Okay. I'm back, I'm back, it's me, DP, digital protector for creativity. Don't copy that floppy, wasn't floppies were new, now we copy much more than floppies could do. So Jason and his freshman crew say chilling at his dorm, playing games and tunes. New games come out, Jason says he's got the link. One stroke of a key, and he sells it to his click now. Ever since he's got the lick, he's the man of the town. Whole school knows his tricks, and he's feeling his crowd. Every new CD, every movie and show, software books, new games. Jason's selling them all. He made a couple of flips, he thought his game was on lock. Until the uniform 
man came at his door with a knock. Now he's got nothing to say. He's petrified and he's shocked. He was the king of the town. Now he's the laugh of the block. He made a couple of flips. He thought his game was unlocked until the uniform man came at his door with a knock. Now he's got nothing to say. He's petrified and he's shocked. He was the king of the town. Now he's the laugh of the don't block. Don't copy that. What? Why? Don't copy that. What? What? Why? Don't copy that. What? Why? Because it's not just a copy. It's a crime. It's interesting that he they got him, I guess, to come back and do that. Um, it definitely sounds more polished than the original. Mm-hmm. Production values definitely went up. I'm trying. Part of what when we were leading up into this second, like the sequel, mm-hmm. I was trying to think like where piracy was at that point in 2009. Because um, like we've talked at fair length in prior episodes that mm-hmm. it's actually it's actually on the decline now. Um, in the age of having any music or movies or whatever at your disposal without piracy. (laughs) And so I don't think we were quite, I mean, we're not like in a perfect world now with that, but I think Mm -hmm. it's definitely decreased in 2009. I mean, that was 10 years ago. So I would say we were probably still working on it. Yeah. Um, At that point. Yeah. I don't think streaming and things like Netflix had really taken off to the point that people really stopped pirating in mass. I mean, I, I remember in 2009, we were in college. I had friends that pirated stuff all the time. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I'm sure people do it just as much now. True. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember if Spotify was around in 2009. Um, I, I looked it up. I mean, technically it launched in 2006, but I don't remember it until 2010 or so yeah yeah because remember we we discovered it and then we ended up using it for our chapman funk radio thing Hmm. for our playlists or whatever but yeah i mean netflix was barely a thing then spotify was barely a thing then i i'm i'd be curious if pirating was actually more prevalent then than it is now oh i would probably say yeah i would think Mm -hmm. it was probably more prevalent in 2009 than it was in 1992. Also true, because a lot more people have have computers or had computers. Yeah, well, and the, I think the internet it helped. The introduction of the internet as, you know, a thing that everybody has mm-hmm. really made that the whole thing spike, too. Which, you know, true. in two, 1992, it wasn't quite <laughs> where it was later. So I was going to say, speaking of the internet, when I was doing research on PSAs and stuff... I found a lot of, I don't really say they're PSAs, but like, let's just call them introductory videos to the internet that were made in the early 90s. And if you want, oh, yeah. if you want cringe, <laughs> that is the ultimate cringe. I've seen a couple of those. <laughs> those are good. <laughs> yeah. Or like, even just like, in, like introduction to computers from like <laughs> the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. Those are pretty funny. Exactly. So yeah, that was um, Don't Copy That Floppy, and then obviously Don't Copy That 2. I don't like that name, that's dumb. I know, but they can't really say Don't Copy That Floppy 2. Or Don't Copy That Also, I guess? Don't Copy That Floppy is was, I think, a clever name, or like a catchphrase. Yeah. For the time, but obviously that doesn't carry over. Yeah. Next up on this list, this one's weird because it's not really a song... It's just something I stumbled upon, and because of mine and Peter's mutual weird fascination with P.B. Herman. Do we have that? 
do we have that? You're the one that like introduced me to Pee Wee Herman in college. I was. Yeah, I I never saw the movies. I, that. I never saw the Pee Wee Herman movie until oh. you told me about it. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's yeah. a classic. And then you and then I think you were the one that told me about the new one that came out on like Netflix or whatever. Oh yeah, I don't remember what that one was called. That was fine. Yeah, it was, it was forgettable. Uh, yeah, it was okay. The only thing I remember from that whole movie is that scene where he's letting the air out of the balloon for like five minutes. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't realize I had introduced you to him. That's pretty funny. Yeah, you definitely made him more part of my conscience than I care to admit. Plus, didn't you like binge huh. the show or something at some point in college? I, I think at some point in that era I did because um, I know they were playing it on Adult Swim for the longest time for some reason. <laughs> And then somehow, I don't know, this is like maybe two seasons or something. I ended up finding it somewhere and watching it all. Nice. Um, oh. Yeah. I, I don't know why. But. <laughs> well, yeah. Pee Wee Herman did a PSA. Uh, as Peter mentioned earlier in the show, the 80s was kind of the golden era of PSAs, especially anti-drug PSAs because of the Reagan administration going ham on the war on drugs and a lot of celebrities came out and did um these televised commercials for you know telling kids you know don't do crack don't do smack don't do marijuana and all this stuff and i think the most famous or at least surreal one that came out of all of these was pb herman because he's completely in character of his whatever persona and he's telling kids don't smoke crack I've actually, um, I saw this years, I have not seen this in a long time, but I did see it years ago, and I remember thinking it was hilarious. I'll watch it again, I guess. We'll probably play a clip, I'm sure, but um, I just remember it being odd, like, how extremely serious he was. Yeah. It's weird just knowing knowing the Pee Wee character being the exact opposite of serious. It's just kind of jarring i guess yeah i think that's it's a serious topic and he has to be but it's just that's the surreal nature of this whole thing is this lovable children's cart uh, program character from the 80s is like super serious telling kids like this is crack it can kill you and it's just i mean that's literally like the uh equivalent uh, like if barney did that exactly like he was serious as shit and was like Crack's gonna kill you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's that's what makes this thing so amazing. Yeah. Let's play a little clip of the Pee Wee Herman Talks About Crack Cocaine PSA. This is crack. Rock cocaine. It isn't glamorous or cool or kid stuff. It's the most addictive kind of cocaine and it can kill you. What's really bad is nobody knows how much it takes. So every time you use it, you risk dying. It isn't worth it. Look, everybody wants to be cool, but doing it with crack isn't just wrong. It could be dead wrong. I guess uh, if we're talking about PSAs that don't have any musical accompaniment, mm-hmm. um, I, I think this episode bears mentioning uh, the the fake GI Joe. PSAs <laughs> that are on YouTube. Oh yeah, but those are based on real ones, though, right? Yeah, they, they really did yeah. like PSAs telling kids about like 
what to do if there's a fire, what to do if there's a downed electrical line. <laughs> I kind of want to play audio from one just we can pl- because they're amazing. We can play it as our commercial break um, and then okay. do an episode about it next time. <laughs> Oh hell nah, what's up dog? <laughs> what? I'm a computer. Stop all the downloading. Help computer. I don't know much about computers other than other than the one we got in my house. My mom put a couple games on there and I played G.I. <laughs> Joe! So, yeah, speaking of crack, um, which I never thought would be a segue in this show, the next, I guess, PSA song thing that I want to talk about is the song Cocaine and Crack, um, sung by Officer McGruff. Hmm. I haven't heard of this. For those of you that don't know, Officer McGruff is a animated bloodhound cop thing created by a guy named Winston Cavendish um, through a company called the Ad Council. Um, and he basically was this talking dog in a trench coat that basically told kids and, I guess, adults about, you know, crime awareness and prevention and personal safety. Um, mm. I think he mostly played in the U.S. And... I remember seeing some of this stuff when I was like a little in the 90s and he scared the shit out of me. Did he start out as a cartoon or did he start out as a, like a costume guy? I think he started off as uh, an actual like costumed mascot guy that like they would literally like send around to different schools. But then in the 90s, oh, okay. it evolved into a cartoon. And gotcha. yeah, th- I think if I saw the costume mascot, I would be even more scared um because i did not do well with mascots even back then i still and if you saw the cartoon one in real life then you'd know that you were doing crack (laughs) that's how you know pretty much so i guess yeah i guess they originally in the 80s they would different police precincts would have these mcgruff costumes and go to like local schools and yeah i guess in the 80s and obviously throughout the 90s they would have these different public service announcements that they would play on television. And obviously they, I think they even had videos that they would play at kids schools. The ad council that produced this officer McGruff guy in 1986, they decided to put out an album where the officer McGruff dog sings and raps. The album is called smart kids. And apparently it is very, very sought after as a cassette because I found I found it to be very expensive when I tried to procure it. I found like a listing for the cassette and some guy said, "Good album. Made me put down my crack pipe and never look back." Oh my god. Oh god. Well, we should probably let the listeners put down their crack pipes after they listen to a clip of this. Yes. Uh this is the song Cocaine and Crack by Officer McGruff off the album Smart Kids. I can't say that with a straight face. And crack and cocaine to get high. That's what you say you love. But it's really insane. You could die. What are you thinking of? 
nobody's needing that crack and cocaine. There's terrible trouble behind it. And sooner or later you're burning your brain, making a mess of your mind. I realize no one can see my face right now listening to this, but I'm I have this like bewildered, confused face right now listening to that. I don't know how to feel about that. That's just really weird. Like if a kid doesn't have enough, um, have enough understanding to like decipher all the lyrics as you go along. I mean, what you're basically hearing is a jolly song about crack and cocaine (laughs) and not really getting the message across that like, Hey, you shouldn't be doing it. Oh, that's weird, man. That kind of creeps me out. I mean, it doesn't help that the picture of the costume dog is on the cover. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said if I saw if I saw that costume dog in the '90s and not just the cartoon version, I'd probably I'd probably start smoking crack. I I wonder if he was inspired by Mr. T's musical endeavors two years earlier. I was gonna say Mr. T. I think at least did a lot better job than Mr. McGruff. Mr. T can actually kind of. I don't want to say Mr. T can sing, but he's at least endearing. He can, he can shout when there's music playing. True. He's endearing. And both of his uh, musical albums were basically PSAs. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, a lot of, at least, if nothing else, they were very similar messages. True. Well, that was straight up disturbing, Kyle. Yes, it was. Um, the next... PSA we have is a PSA called Straight Up, produced in 1988. Straight Up was an anti-drug film produced by the Community Television of Southern California and funded by the United States Department of Education. It was a high fantasy dramatization of the dangers of substance abuse and how to avoid them. Uh, The film has been released into the public for free viewing, so if you want, you can go watch the entire thing. Um, without having to copy a floppy to see it. Yes, because it's in the public domain. Have we ever talked about the public domain, like, and how it works? Um, I don't think at length. Like, I think we've mentioned it probably a couple of times. Like, there was a period where we, a couple of years ago, when we had a couple of episodes that were about, like, uh, royalties and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe the uh, Happy Birthday song episode we might have touched yeah, on. Yeah, that's right. We kind of, t- I don't know, I don't know if we, if it's like at depth something interesting enough to talk about, but I always found the concept of public domain stuff interesting. I'll write it down, because that, that actually could be a thing. Anything. I, I don't thing. think we've ever really discussed it at length. True. So, um, basically, yeah, this film was produced called Straight Up, and as part of the film, there's a rapping sequence, we'll call it. That was largely inspired by then-famous DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. So it kind of has that same sound or cadence to it. It's 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 a weird song because it's trying to kind of tell kids like, hey, don't do drugs, don't sell drugs, it's bad. But then in the video, it kind of is making it out like selling drugs makes you a winner. So it's kind of like some hmm. weird mixed messaging there. Um, That's weird. Yeah. 
it's this is another one of those videos where I or, um, where I think the listeners have to kind of go view it for themselves as opposed to just listening to it to kind of get the whole uh, cringiness of it, I guess. But yeah, this is um, I mean this was you know for PSAs of the time this was actually fairly high budget, but it still does not really hold up to scrutiny. Um, let's play a little clip of this uh, song straight up. As far as the music goes, this is probably the best one that I've heard so far. Yeah, that's what I said. It's it's slightly better produced. I just love that they're like, you know, uh, if you sell drugs, you can have fancy cars, but you might end up getting arrested. I'm sure a little. Yeah, that that that's my thing with it. And it's, I mean, if you're really paying attention, like you get it. But again, I think if you're not completely coherent. Like if you're too young, like you might see like, Oh, these guys are trading drugs for money. And then they have these fancy cars and jewelry and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think they probably could have done with a little bit of playing down that part. Yeah. I mean, they're addressing that, like probably the reason that a lot of people would sell drugs is because they want that money. Mm-hmm. So the last one we have, this one I just stumbled upon. It's, I don't know, there's not really a lot of info on it. I don't even know who this band is. It was mostly just something I was trying to find as a filler, like a fifth thing to talk about because I only had four. Well, at least we're being honest about it. I'm really selling this well. So this last song that I found is, I never, I couldn't really locate the full song. I don't know if it was ever meant to be a full song, if it was just meant to be like a a short form commercial, but... Okay. It was called Be Smart, Don't Start by The Jets, and it was produced in 1987. Now, apparently The Jets were a very popular band in the 80s that I've literally never heard of. They were a Polynesian-American family band from Minneapolis, Minnesota, Hmm. and they were composed of a bunch of brothers and sisters. I'm going to list all their names, even though there's a lot. Uh, Leroy, Eddie, Eugene, Haney, Rudy... Kathy, Elizabeth, and Moana. This family band uh, performed pop, R&B, and dance music, and they started performing in 1977. They, for whatever reason, decided to lend their sound to a anti-drinking PSA that was put out by the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Um, so, yeah, I found this little clip of it. We'll play it. I think it was just meant to be like this little short commercial. It wasn't meant to be a full song. But it is what it is. Well, 
with that set up, let's go ahead and listen. Let's do it. <laughs> you got a young body and a strong heart. Got life ahead. I wanted you to know how I feel about you. That's why I said, be smart. Don't start. Drinking hurts. Want a drink? Be smart. No thanks. Don't start. Yeah, I was finding, I was Googling all these lists of like, you know, famous PSAs, PSAs with celebrities, blah, blah, blah. And this one came up on a couple of them. So I think it's like a, probably a memorable commercial for people that were alive when the commercial aired. Maybe it aired, you know, famously somewhere, I don't know, Super Bowl or something. So the idea of be smart, don't start, I assume is don't start drinking. drinking. Yes. Because it'll make issues for you at some point yeah i i assume it's mostly targeting underage drinking but yeah um since the The video seems to do that yeah it includes kids pressuring a kid to drink underneath some bleachers i'm so used to all these anti-drug commercials i didn't realize they were trying to prevent kids from drinking as well i forgot that seems kind of benign compared to crack you know yeah and i guess we didn't we didn't find any on marijuana either. I um, found. Oh, trust me, I found out there. I found a lot on marijuana. It's just none of them were in song form. Uh, uh there was mm-hmm. tons of PS. There was a there was a really funny one that I kind of wanted to play, but it seemed even less musically relevant than the Pee Wee Herman one. There was a PSA that was done by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh wow! <laughs> about kids saying no to marijuana. Which is funny because they basically are a bunch of mutated turtles that eat pizza all day, pretty much because they have the munchies. Um, I'm going to look this up really quick. Hey, Joey. I got some stuff you just got to try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What? Chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Okay. Get a pizza. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga. Wow. <laughs> what a comeback by that I'm not kid. chicken, you're a turkey I want to use that on someone Oh god PSAs are terrible um, So yeah, no, I found plenty of PSAs um, On the, the horrible, life-destroying dangers of marijuana But sadly, none of them were wrapped or sung so I didn't feel that irrelevant. I know. Yeah, I, I'm on, to your point though. I guess taking a step back uh, about the alcohol thing, I don't really think of that as being a PSA message that I really heard of before. Usually, you just think of oh, drugs is really where they tend to go. Yeah, but obviously, alcoholism is a or underage drinking is a thing too. Yeah, it's just one of those things too where you know. They tend to target PSAs towards things that, like, are explicitly illegal, whereas drinking and smoking, you know, while illegal under the age of, whatever, 21, um, they're not illegal forever. So, it's kind of like, you know, we want to discourage kids from doing this, but we also want to encourage adults to do it, so. And I suppose there's also the thing of how they always, like, I don't want to get into a whole political thing, but 
you know, everyone's going after marijuana. How come we don't vilify alcohol in the same way when it it's, kills a lot more people or whatever? Yeah, it's actually in many ways more harmful. No, that's that's very much the crux of kind of the joke that became the war on drugs in the 80s was they would go after things like marijuana and crack cocaine and stuff uh, because of, you know, all the supposed crime that it caused when in reality, you know, uh, alcoholism and alcohol abuse and drunk driving caused just as many deaths, if not more than probably either of those combined. Yeah, so I guess it's more of a, that's probably more of a cultural thing, I would think, of alcohol not being considered as dangerous as Mm. drugs just as a whole. I mean, if it's alcohol or crack, then I know which one I would choose. But <laughs> that was a weird way to say that. Uh, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not sure, sir. I know which one you would choose, Peter. If you want to tell me which one to choose, tell us on Facebook. <laughs> um, speaking of, we'll put up a I Facebook guess, poll. Spe- terrible. Speaking of PSAs, I do remember a lot of like anti-smoking PSAs when I was a kid in like the in the 90s and early 2000s because. Underage like cigarettes smoking. yeah because like mm-hmm. underage smoking was a bad epidemic apparently i guess mm-hmm. um which is funny because like i think now more kids vape than probably kids ever smoked yeah as far as like people doing it underage um i'm curious actually that's a good point i'm curious if there's like anti-vaping psas for kids they're probably just as cringy yeah i don't know with it with the way that whole thing has gone lately i don't know yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, PSAs have always been around, basically since television, if not, you know, before, there's probably like radio PSAs in the 40s, um, so, and they're always going to be around, it's just funny how a lot of times they kind of don't stand the test of time, mm-hmm. but yeah, we I just, I don't know, came up with a handful that I thought were funny, if you listeners know of any other f- funny or famous or cringy PSAs that you remember from your childhood or growing up, um, you can let us know on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash get your funk. You can and also listen don't miss to our don't miss our special poll of oh. should Peter choose crack or alcohol. <laughs> I don't even know if you can make a Facebook poll. I don't know how to do that. So I'm just You kidding. need to take a picture of yourself with both, like as like the button to click, like Peter like taking a swig of uh, Jack Daniels and then Peter with a crack pipe. We'll we'll do a thing with Facebook posts. Uh, it'll be like a choose your own adventure. <laughs> so, whichever one gets the most votes in the next post will be what happens next. Will be what we do in the next episode. Hmm. Yeah, you can also listen to all of our previous episodes on our website, um, getyourfunk.com. That's www.getyourfunk.com. I can't talk, Peter. Help me. Uh, so that's getyourfunk.com or AOL keyword, get your funk. That's a flashback. <laughs> and you can also, on a website, um, if you want to uh, have, like, you want us to mail you episodes on a floppy disk, um, <laughs> you, you can write in at the address that's on our website. <laughs> it's, I just, it's like, those- it's like uh, original Netflix. You remember those old, like, AOL discs you'd get in the mail that's like, you know, a thousand free minutes of internet? 
Yeah. I just imagine like a thousand free minutes of funk radio and they just toss it in the garbage. <laughs> so yeah, um, this has been our episode on shitty PSA songs. Um, this is your host, Kyle. And this is your host, Peter. Hopefully the actual message of stuff here was not completely drowned out by all of our jokes and fake things. Yes, don't do crack, kids. It's bad. Uh, also, don't do don't do marijuana unless it's you live in a state where it's legal, in which case you're fine. And that's about it. <laughs> and don't copy that floppy because yeah. you wouldn't steal a car. I almost talked about that, but there's really not that much around that commercial except that they put it in front of a bunch of DVDs for like about ten years, and it became a meme. <laughs> That's Which funny. is funny, because I, I, I guess people twisted the meme it from, you know, you wouldn't steal a car to you wouldn't download a car, kind of making fun of the concept. And But now that we're in the age of 3D printing. <laughs> exactly. Like a year or so ago, like all over the internet, I kept seeing this article like, you know, someone downloaded a car. And it basically <laughs> made a point that they downloaded the 3D printable file and literally 3D printed a life-size car. So... In essence, you can now do that. But did that person pirate those files? Mm. They probably got them for free on like Thingiverse or something, one of those 3D STL file sites. We're all over the place this episode. We need to get out of here. Yeah. We, the I listeners are waiting for us to leave. I know. We're like that, that creepy couple that like stays way too long at a party and won't leave. Uh, this has been. <laughs> and they're your- like, come on, I want to do crack. <laughs> Uh, this has been your host, Kyle. And this has been your host, Peter. Thanks for listening. Um, and thanks for not doing crack. Bye. Unless you do. And then, bye. <laughs> Unless you do. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>